10 minutes remaining. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Daily Happy. Today is Tuesday, June 21st, 2022. I'm Allison Burns. I'm Lulu Picard. And whether you're waking up or winding down, we want to be there for you. Yes, and you can be there for us by going to rentalcars.com for your summer vacation. You should just get your car there. <laughs> Go to 10kdollarday.com slash rentalcars to tell them we sent you. Perfect. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, question for you. You are a traveler. Have I you am. been to Hong Kong? I have. Okay. Have you ever eaten inside of the floating restaurant? I have not, but I know what you're talking about. It's a big, huge landmark there. Okay. Well, it capsized. I missed my chance, right? Yes. Oh, it, it capsized? <laughs> yeah. I thought they were just closing it. I did see a headline. I thought they were just well, like COVID closing it. No. So what was happening was they were actually moving it. They wanted to move it to another part of China because it was going to be less expensive and they were also going to do some maintenance on it. So it was basically going to be shut down for a little bit. So they went to move it. And no. as it started moving, no, some water entered the vessel. It began to tip. The company that was moving it said no one was injured, but the efforts to save the vessel failed and it has completely capsized. Who pays for that? That that was kind of my question because... Whose fault is it? Yeah. In the article that I was reading, they... Oh, they, it just happened. Oh, it just happened on Sunday. Yeah. I mean, as we record, I'm looking at an article that says three hours ago. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's, oh, this is just coming out. So the article I was reading, it mentioned Aberdeen Restaurant Enterprises. I'm not sure if that's who owns the restaurant. I'm not sure if those are the people that were trying to move the restaurant. But I don't know. Like, is it is it something that the people moving it has to pay for? Do they, do they call it a wash? They're like, oh, we tried to move it, but because there were already issues with it. Do you know what I mean? Maybe mm -hmm. it, it began to capsize because of prior issues. They did mention they were taking it to do maintenance. So maybe it was part of the thing. I don't know. But can you imagine? I looked at videos too. This thing is massive. Yeah, it's really big. And then did they take everything out of it before they were moving it? Or was all the tables, chairs, food stuff, was all of that still inside? I bet the tables and chairs. Because, well, let me ask you a question. Okay. And this is just us not knowing the answer. If you had a house... That was one of those houses that you can lift off the foundation and move, you know, yeah. like, like, a, like a little more than a portable, but portable. Yeah. Would you feel that you had to pack up your house before you moved it or would I, you just move it? I think I, I would feel have to pack I would up just anything move it. that's not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was going to say anything that's not like screwed in because what if they hit a bump? Like I wouldn't want to anything. Do that you remember attached. the Disney cartoon? This this is this may not, you know, be a memory of yours at all. But do you remember the Disney cartoon where Mickey and Goofy and Donald went camping and they were in a trailer and then it got unattached from the car that oh, Goofy yes. was driving? I do remember <laughs> this. That's what I picture moving a mobile house to be like. Yeah. And I don't think that's really what it's like, but that's what I pretend it is. Well, but I also have seen those houses that it's like two pieces, one on each truck. Yes. So I feel like half of the house is open, so you might not want to. Wait, 
you can see into the house? Yeah. Like it's split down the middle? Yes. I've never seen that. Yeah, I've seen it. And it's covered by like, you know, like plastic basically, but you can see inside of it. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yes, that is. Yeah, crazy stuff. This is so sad about this restaurant. I know. I mean, I'm glad no one was hurt, but. I'm glad no one was hurt, but it just, you know, I know that things come and things go, but it's just sad when you didn't expect them to go. Oh, that, yes, preach. So true. <laughs> it's just so true. It's been there since 1976. Oh, it's a it's a massive thing that's happened. Yeah, it's that's iconic. crazy. Iconic, for yeah, sure. I know. Yeah. All right. Oh, well. Um, I mean, I don't mean, oh, well, like, oh, well. I just mean, oh, what can we <laughs> do, you know? But here's something you can do if you're ever kidnapped at gunpoint. You ready? Oh. Oh, yeah, okay. So this is an actual story that happened just a few days ago. And I was so excited to read about this. Not because A, it turns out okay. But B, I was like, this is good to know because now I have an extra tool in my toolbox for if anything bad happens in this, you know, realm to myself. So what happened was this actually happened in Florida, believe it or not. And there was a Florida dog breeder who was kidnapped at gunpoint by three men who were out to steal his puppies. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. So what happened was this guy has been posting on social media and the statement by the sheriff's office in Martin County said this breeder also boasts a lot about how he has a lot of like money and cash on hand. Like I think it's a silly thing to do. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so he said that internet brag attracted the attention of these three men who posed as interested dog buyers. They showed up at the man's house. They wanted to they, – they basically destroyed his house looking for money and then they kidnapped him, took him into his own car and said, we want you to take us to where your puppies are kept. His puppies were at his aunt's home in Fort Lauderdale. So they get into his car. They're driving to his aunt's house and the guy who was kidnapped had an idea. He saw a cop that was like pulled over. He started speeding. Like, fast. So smart. So he wanted to get pulled over. Well, he did. Well, here's what happened. The law enforcement officer said he pulled him over, and he said even though he felt like something was a little amiss, he said the driver had a look of a despair. He asked him to step out of the car, and he basically thought that he was really worried about getting pulled over just because of all the things that have happened in the past with, you know, police and just people Mm -hmm. nervous in general. I get nervous every time I see a cop just because I feel like I'm going to get a ticket. So... He said that he gave – he asked him to step out of the car, but he just stood by the window, and the window was rolled down. And he said, hey, listen, I'm just going to give you a warning. You can go ahead and get back in your car. Just drive safely. He said the guy didn't move. He said, sir, I told you you're okay. You can get back in the car. And he said he just kind of looked at him, and he nodded his head. Then he turned around, and behind his back, he held up a gun signal. <gasps> he – yeah. The cop said, this sent chills down my spine – He said immediately, I said, you know what? Come with me. He said he walked him away from the car. He said, what was that about? And he said, dude, these guys are in my car. They're holding me hostage. There's guns in the car. I need help. So immediately he called for backup as he was pretending to just get the guy's information. The other, and then police arrived and they were able to take the three men into custody. But isn't that crazy? Yes. I know. I would have been scared to speed because... Uh, they could have done something bad with a gun. I know. 
But, they, they, but what's your other choice, like, right? Exactly. When you're put in that two minutes remaining, do drastic things, and I feel like you just have to weigh those those options. Because my thought was, I would have crashed the car. I would have crashed into a police station. <laughs> exactly. I would have jumped the curb and hit a police car. Yeah, that's a good idea. See, that's a great idea. And that they would probably just get out and run, you know? Yeah, because they'd be shocked too, right? Like they exactly. Yeah, that, I think yeah. that's what I would do. I I think that also my tax dollars would not. People paying taxes are like, please don't just crash into cars. But I'm telling you right now, if I were ever forced to drive somewhere and I knew I should not drive there with that person, I would one thousand percent crash into a police car. Oh yes, a hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. I mean, man. safely. Yeah. For everyone involved. Yeah. But that would be my big, uh, my big move. Yeah. And there's also the, the skill that you should use as well if you're ever kidnapped is you need to tell the person as much about you as possible so that it's not. Oh, so you're like, I have a kid. I have a mom. Not even like that. Like go into crazy detail. Be like, you know, I I was born here and this is how old my children are. And this. Oh, and you know what I'm good at? I'm good at finding something really small that we have in common. Oh, that's good. Yeah, like if they had a black, like a or a green necktie on or something, be like, oh my gosh, that is the exact same shade of my prom dress when I was and I got to go with this guy who you know passed away because he had you know something. Like I would make it a story, and I would make it all on that. Like so, if you were watching a movie, the motif would be that green. Yep, I can spin that. Oh, a hundred percent, and food. If you can oh, like, order food together. If you have it. food in the Nine, car and you eight, offer it to them, seven, I feel we've six, already solved five, the problem. Four, if you were like, three, open that glove compartment. Two, have you tried one. salt licorice?